Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Pure Hope Show. The title of this show is The Power of Your Personal Vibration. So I want to thank everyone who's tuning in tonight. I wanted to start out with a quote um, because of the power of your personal vibration. Power is not the control of situations or others. It is the alignment of our energy with that of source. It is the alignment of our energy with that of source. That comes from a book called Learning to Trust by C. Weldon. This is our first live show with the listeners can uh, call in, and the number to call in is 221-559-2974. So if you have a question and would like to speak to our guest tonight, um, all you have to do is dial up that number. I'm going to give you that number once again. It's 221-559-2974. And then we would like you to press the number 1 if you have a question. But before we start, I want to thank you all for tuning in, for we are now around the 5,000 mark on hits from the archives that we've had. This is our fourth program that we're doing for you. So this program is already growing and growing. So I would like to thank you all for supporting the mission of the Hope Interfaith Center. The Hope Interfaith Center is located at 114 Pole Road in Mankato, Minnesota. And our mission at this beautiful temple, this center, is to help people become empowered and to help them know that they are more powerful beyond their own belief. This show is going to be all about energy and frequency tonight. So the first thing that I want you to just think about for a moment is what perhaps will draw you to this show. I believe it is your electromagnetic field. Because like energy connects with like energy. So your energetic resonance between you and the wisdom messages that you'll be listening to and that we will be talking about today with our guests is at this moment and at this time of this now is the same frequency. The energy of this program vibrates at a very specific energetic frequency And as Christine and I have talked about, sometimes there is interesting things that happen, especially when you're live on the air. So all of you listening live and who will be listening to this broadcast are vibrating at the same level as the message. Spirit and matter, as all of you might know, are dancing ecstatically together to create the new world and to ascend to our next level of existence. Earth spins within an infinite, and I mean an infinite, electromagnetic field. Everything participates in this swirling, oscillating, vibrating, energetic field. 
It's interesting how we commonly regard cosmic energy as something out there. The truth is that this energy of creation is present right now, right now within you. We are energetic beings that impact every corner of the cosmos. This is what my teacher has taught me. And it is my teacher, who I'm very proud to say that I will be having on my on this first blog talk radio show. So my guest tonight is my dear friend, Christina Rose, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about who she is. She, of course, is a person who has led many lives in this one lifetime. She was born male in a small iron mining town in northern Minnesota. And after graduating from college, she entered the military as a linguistic and codebreaker in the Army Security Agency. She married and then had two children. As a father, Christina entered corporate America and became an executive who traveled the world. She did sales, management, and training in the travel industry. It was the third dimension as its most dense. Throughout her life, Christina had amazing experiences that she could not explain herself until it was time, of course, to awaken spiritually. Wave after wave of consciousness peeled away the reality she had been living. So she left the business world, got a divorce, but remained very close to her children. Spirit brought a fellow traveler into her life that complemented her skills, and suddenly, one plus one became much more than two. She received personalized training from the archangels, the masters, and many elements of the Galactic Federation team, working with the divine plan here on Earth. Earth was to remain a place where free will was crucial, but change must occur in humanity and Gaia if we are to survive, and we will be talking about that tonight. For five years, Christina and her companion traveled the globe, working with beings both in form and without. They worked as part of a team of spatials, upgrading, and then sustaining the planetary grid for the upcoming shift that we are in currently. It is shortly after... Um, before her 1999 male-to-female gender reassignment surgery, that I met my dear friend and teacher, Christine Rose, and that's when this journey began. So, Christina, welcome. I welcome you to the show. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Hope. It it is wonderful to have you. I, ha- I know that there are many people uh, are tuning in today, and it is an honor to um, have you on this first show. So we are going to talk about energy, 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 and vibration, which you and I always talk about. <laughs> and um, so I thought we'd start out just talking a bit about how would you go about explaining to our listeners or to someone who might ask you, what does that mean that we're energetic beings? Well, it depends on how aware they are, how much we could share with them. Well, first of all, 
even the third dimension has its way of proving that we are energetic beings. If you look at the concept of science in the third dimension, it, it, it is acknowledged through study that we literally are vibrating along with everything else. If you think of the human body as the center of the universe, <laughs> which a lot of people do, um, there's a couple of different ways of looking at it. You can see that you start from the body and go inward. You can you can go into a, um, and find organs in the body. You can find molecules, and you can find atoms, and you can find electrons and neutrons, and you can find DNA and RNA, and even the Boson-Hicks God particle that people are, have recently discovered in over in uh, Bern, Switzerland. But the same thing happens when you go outside the body as well. You go into, uh, from a human being, you go into a country, and you then go into a planet, you go into a solar system, you go into um, the uh, galaxy, then a super galaxy. What's interesting is the inward and outward journeys are both the same. Vibration is the common element between them, and it's really quite amazing. When we look at our ourself, which represents the um, represents the symbolism uh, for the God self, the oneness, if you want to call it the universe, um, you find that energy is, is really vibration. In the human body, the head and the heart are the two main points that we've worked with over the centuries. But if we look at it energetically, we're really only limited by our beliefs. And these beliefs have frequency and they vibrate within the human body. The concept of chakras, which are energy centers in the body that help us understand how the physical body and energetic body works, serve as that vehicle. Um, and we've shown that the more you are conscious, the more you are awake, the more you are aware that we are energetic beings, you reach a point in your own vibration where you can actually begin to see the energy in the body, in the organs. And it's really quite amazing. The more we evolve, the more we can physically even feel the energy in the person we're sitting across from. What frequently happens is we we blend our energies to such an extent that we don't even realize that a lot of what we're feeling as we walk the planet aren't even our own vibrations. They're the uh, vibrations of the people that surround us. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So how would you suggest then to our listeners of how to keep our energy... Are we supposed to keep our energy clear then, or do we allow this energy into our body? How would you suggest we work with that energy? I think part of it is developing our own connection to our own self, go on learning to go inside of ourselves and, and begin to develop a relationship, an energetic relationship with, with you actually looking for the connection to your higher self or, or your soul or your, there's a number of things you can call it, but really developing that relationship once you start to develop that relationship, you can tell when something you're feeling is not yours. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Well, the title of this program tonight is The Power of Your Personal Vibration. How or how could we describe that to the listeners, of, especially right now with the planet and the way that it is and how we're evolving and the ascension part of the process that we're going through? How, what would you like to share with the audience about the power of our personal vibration, what that means, what that really means? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was um, mm-hmm. I was just telling everybody that the the program is called the power of our personal vibration. And since what the world is going through right now, how can we explain to our listeners about how powerful our personal vibration is and how we can use that that vibration? How would you tell that to our listeners tonight? First of all, the shift of the ages, so to speak, that we've been hearing about since 2012, the, the vibration that everyone was so excited about and thinking it was the end of the existence as we knew it for the, for the Mayan calendar, it was quite shocking to most people that that night they didn't wake up to a different world. Well, they did, but they just couldn't feel it, and so... Part of what's happening right now is the integration of these energies is now, I mean, the way it used to be on the planet is if we were into astrology and you looked at the sun and the moon and look at the energies of the planet Earth, all these these energies would um, come in waves. And it would come in a wave where you would have uh, a download, so to speak, of, of higher frequency then there would be a period of anywhere from a week to a month where humanity would have a chance to integrate these energies and get used to vibrating at that higher frequency. Well, after 2012, what's happened is instead of having like a, a wave with a crest and a trough, a wave with a crest with a trough, we now are getting the energy wrapped up little by little but a constant movement. There's no there's no time to integrate anymore. So what the individuals are being tasked with doing is looking at all the work they've done spiritually on themselves to to heal themselves, to uh, release all their limited beliefs. The bottom line is right now at this time in the history of humanity, there are no limits to your personal vibration and what you can do. It depends on you and if whether you're willing to transform or evolve yourself. Um, you're limited only by your beliefs and your own creativity. I can give you some examples or an example of that. I would like. love that. Mm-hmm, I would love that. The there's there's a. Uh, a skill I developed working with all these beings, these multidimensional beings. And, you know, when you live in a third dimension or fourth dimension, you're primarily, your sense of self is in your left brain. Uh, And so part of what, to evolve to the next level of consciousness you had to do was expand your identity and your sense of self 
by how you think and how you relate to others. Now, the left brain and the right brain, there's a thing called uh, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, which I believe was done uh, on the East Coast. Uh, And what happened is I heard for the first time I experienced where these, these, this class I was in, they put a sound in my left ear and a sound in my right ear. And it created in my, in my own mind a third tone. Oh. Um, and this, this sense of energetic, I mean, I spent days trying to figure out how that third tone got there, but that's part of how the brain works. So it opened up when I was doing this planetary energy work. They said, are you willing to let go of your third dimensional brain? Are you willing to go beyond the 10% to 15% of your brain that you're working with on the, on the physical reality? I said, okay. Most of it works. And so what they showed me how to do, and this took a little while to do, but they they taught me how to do multi-dimensional multitasking. Oh. When you're using your left brain, you literally are focused on only one thing, really. And right. That's the, the goal of your task. What this taught me to do, and I'll give you an example of what it was, how it was working. The reason why we're here in physical form is to complete our work in this classroom called Earth. But in a third dimension where we've been living after our descension from our soul consciousness, uh, our goal is to transcend the concept of duality or polarity. So what they showed me how to do was to let go of this your identity I'm sorry, this isn't as clear as I'd like it to be right now. Uh, there's just a lot of energy coming through. <laughs> multi-dimensional multitasking meant that I could visualize a person, and then I could visualize their family, and then I could visualize their community, and then I could visualize all at one time. And at the same time, I could begin to see the vibrations that made up their energetic self. Instead of trying to see them as individuals, I literally moved into a oneness view of how they were functioning, what their issues were, how they were dealing with those issues. And and by looking at the energetic aspect of their consciousness, I literally could see what vibrations needed to be added to their energetic field. It got to the point where every day at 5.55 a.m. for a period of about eight years, Spirit would show me the parts of the planet where I'd been hoping to work with the grid on the planet, the energetic field of the planet, and they would show me millions of people at one time. And so... Instead of being a separate being myself, I literally became all of them all at one time. And I could see all these different frequencies, and then Spirit would show me which frequency to add to the mix 
to neutralize the limitations and the doubts and the fears and the and give them give each individual, even though I was seeing them on mass, so to speak, uh, it would give them an opportunity to uh, make another choice, integrate those energies that spirit shared through me, and it was truly multi-dimensional multitasking because there's no way you could do it with just your left brain. Mm. I'm going to give the number for the call-in um, number. I'm just going to repeat that one more time. Uh, it, the number is 213-559-2974. And just press the number one, and we will take your questions I have a person who's helping me with this program, and he will take your questions, and then we'll get you on. I just wanted to repeat that one more time, Christina, and then we'll I have an interesting question for you. The number, once again, is 213-559-2974. The question that I'd like to ask you, because many of you know, uh, the listeners know that I've talked about you, Christina, many times, and so they've asked me, well, well, um, who is she? What does she do? You know, like, who is she? Because I've talked about your work that you do, and I've always said, well, Christina is kind of a self-proclaimed spatial alien being here on Earth. But do you have anything more you want to say about who you <laughs> are and, and really what you're currently doing here on planet Earth? <laughs> I know that's a difficult a difficult yeah. one to answer, but you can try. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I find this really interesting because we weren't gonna talk about this then it all of a sudden came up or... <laughs> Okay. What what do I do on the planet here? Mm -hmm. I've been I've only been in physical form seven times. I entered this galaxy, um through a planet on the other side of the galaxy. Um, and I agreed, as many of you know, when Earth reached its, the, the pit of its, I mean, the lowest frequency that it could ever have been on, um, it was the point where humanity got access to the nuclear bomb. Oh. There was a point where all the spatial beings in the universe who are conscious, who are evolved, now saw humanity as someone that needed to be dealt with because with nuclear power came the ability to travel throughout the universe. And there was no way they were going to let that type of uh, war-like... I mean, we were... Humanity here on the planet Earth was viewed as one of the most gifted, unique um, beings, group of beings um, in in the galaxy. Um, but they were also in such a state that war was still the way of life. They were still stuck in the polarity and the density of the third dimension. But when they got the nuclear weapons, the call went out people or beings in different parts of the universe who are willing to incarnate in physical form 
and help people on the planet remember who they were. Would allow them and support them in determining um, who each individual was as a soul. I say I'm an extraterrestrial, but in reality, everybody on this planet came from somewhere else. This was a classroom and an opportunity for humanity to um, to learn and grow and heal and evolve and transform. Well, being one of these beings, I, it was quite an experience to enter the density for the first time. <laughs> and that's part of why I tried to come into physical form a number of times uh, through the birth process. There's, there's the concept of walk-ins, which many of you have heard about, where the, people have a soul exchange. But to learn what I needed to learn, how to work with the energy of the planet and the density of the belief systems here on the planet, I had to come in through the birth process. There are many, many, many beings from space in physical form here on the planet right now who literally live as human beings. Um, but carry frequencies and abilities that are where we're, we're all revolving, evolving to. It's the, we're being taught through spirituality how to um, how to evolve our our our, um, our experiences. I'm sorry, this is, this is not going as clearly as I wanted to. <laughs> Anyway, the, the bottom line the bottom line is I uh, I was born here on the planet. I lived for twenty years in northern Minnesota and went in had to experience the density of the the physical world by going into corporate America. I was in the military, you know, working with the army branch of the uh the group that is now monitoring all of our communications. Uh, I then started traveling the world, and each place I went, there was a free. I've been to over 100 countries on the planet. I've been blessed to go with you on a number of those trips where we had some quite exciting adventures. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Well, one of the reasons, and, Christina, why wanted to ask you that question about who you are and what you do is because um, you know that when I met you and you started teaching me things and talking to me about things that I did not know, I questioned them, I didn't believe them, I just knew that I liked you and wanted to be around you. And so I tell everybody I grew up energetically with you to teach me many, many, many things. And so even just being on the air tonight, I know that I would not be on the air tonight if it wasn't for you who kept on uh, lovingly pushing me to be the powerful um, advocate uh, here to be on the planet. I mean, you were the one who really helped me to listen to my inner core, inner being, and to understand who I am. So uh, that's the reason why I wanted all of our listeners to kind of hear your story, because my work here upon the planet now, because of Christina Rose, is running the Hope Interfaith Center and also now being on uh, Blog Talk Radio 
to help people understand how incredibly, incredibly powerful they are. And we are at this um, cusp or this pentacle moment where we can use this energy of who we are to spread love and light upon the planet. One of the things that you and I and Christina have talked a great deal about, that there's a difference between having information about who and what we are, having information about being loving and knowing it. And there's a whole different uh, song we sing when we start being who we truly are. Would you like to speak a little bit about that? (laughs) Well, the biggest challenge for humanity or people on the planet is to... um, Transcend the concept of ego. Uh, when when we raise our frequencies, one of the first things that has to be dealt with is the concept of ego. Uh, we we then have to go through the process of looking at ourselves without judging ourselves. Once we get to the point where we can not only see ourselves as the being of consciousness that we are vibrating at a frequency much higher than we've ever dreamed of. Once we get to the point of being the solution we're searching for, um, we then open up a doorway that literally will allow us to remember who we are. One of the things you mentioned once was... uh, when I was talking, people were asking the question, what, what's the point? Where do, we, where do we end up when we go through this change, when we go through this raising of our frequencies? What happens to us? Why can't we just leave, jump out of our bodies right now and go travel the universe? Well, as you remember my conversations a few moments ago about the concept of being almost barbaric when it comes to the consciousness of many and these advanced spatial uh, groups, there's no way they were going to let us. It's like giving someone uh, a pass to let you fly on any airline anywhere in the world without the awareness of how to survive doing it. Uh So this this whole experience of us having to... uh, go through this this change, this ascension, this releasing of all these limited beliefs, what, what it does as we let go of these limited beliefs is it opens up the, re- the ability to remember who we are and what we're here to do. You know, one of the challenges we've got now is that with the planet vibrating the way it's vibrating, there's, there's no time to uh, there's no there's no time to uh, I don't know how to say this there's 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 no time to uh, sorry I lost my train of thought that's okay to forget. You know, I, that's what I tell people, that right now where we are upon the planet 
is that we are the ones we've been waiting for and we are the ones to bring peace and love upon this planet that can and does make a difference and so when I talk to people and they seem sometimes very fearful to go beyond human consciousness they seem to be very um, fearful and or doubtful which our society or or our culture has taught us to be um, is to forget kind of who we are in this galactic moment of change and um, of change. So what I tell people, I do feel a sense of urgency. It's a blessed urgency that I feel. It is a peaceful or serene urgency. It's funny you put those two words together, but I do feel a serenity in my heart. But I am very dedicated to helping people again, wake up and feel their own empowerment and to do their own special peace that they are called to do upon this planet. And I think that's what's so incredibly powerful if people can tap into the peace of why they've come to planet Earth during such a pivotal moment on this planet and not only tap into that peace of why they came to the planet, but to begin to do what they've come here to do, whether that's be the best mom in the whole wide world, whether that is to be a healer, whether that is to be a teacher, whether that is to do uh, a blog talk radio show. Um, This was my next step after doing many, many years of, I still do teach, but this is my next step of, doing the blog talk radio show is try to get to as many people as I possibly can because the time is at hand. Um, so that's what I see is it it needs that there's an urgency right now. So I've kind of upped my game because my teacher, Christina Rose, always says to spread your wings and to fly into that peace that we are meant to do because we are powerful beings to do that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about um, was change versus transformation. And um, one of the reasons why I decided to talk about how our frequency and our personal vibration is so powerful is because I read a book called Frequency by Penny Pierce. And I've told many, many of my clients or students to read that particular book. And they found a great deal of liberation and freedom after they read that book, Frequency by Penny Pierce. So um, Penny had written a bit about change versus transformation. And I just wanted to read a little bit about what she calls change versus transformation. Change is this. Think of a dinner table with place settings, plates of foods, beverages, and a centerpiece. Now, mix up the arrangement. She says, put the salt shaker inside an empty wine glass, the napkins under the plates, the food on the tablecloth instead of in some serving bowl, break a salad plate into pieces, turn the centerpiece upside down, And voila, you have change, but no real transformation or raised energy that has taken place. It's just the same stuff, 
just rearranged. Now she talks about transformation. Transformation is a lasting and consistent new level of living. It is being in this world, but not of it. We are being called to move beyond change and into transformation. This is why the spatial beings are here at this time to help us with the new energies, which are the new behaviors and the patterns that reflect our souls. So what I always hear is it's time to put the old obsolete blueprints away and now it is time to live our new divine blueprint. So many people ask me, Christina, what it is like to live in the new blueprint of the divine. What would you tell our listeners about this when it's time to live our new blueprint of the divine here on planet Earth? And, and and anything that you can add in between change versus transformation. The one thing I see is, first of all, change is two two things. It's a noun and it's a verb. As a noun, the word change the word change triggers fear in people. Uh huh. The average person. As a verb. It's a way of saying you're going to do something, but there's not a lot of, there's some flexibility left in it. When you talk about transformation, there's no going back. What do I see it looking like? Transformation to me is living in love and peace. Totally balanced, without fear, without struggle. And have abundance flow to you, not based on the number of dollars in your bank account, but getting you enough to get by with what you need. Now, part of what we end up having to do then is to choose to connect with the I am presence, the soul, and connect to that one true source. I think we then need to learn to choose to live by the golden rule. It sounds like something we learned when we were kids. But to do unto others as you would have them do unto you opens up a doorway where unconditional love and oneness is available for all of us to share. And that alone is one of the key elements of transcendence of duality and moving to that higher frequency of the ascension process. We've got to be ready to open to receive and to be the love and be the compassion. You all know this already. I'm not saying anything new. But you make the choice. We've got to stop thinking like what we did when we were in a third dimension. Everything around you transforms when you choose love and oneness. Well, I remember. Yeah, I remember when you had said, and many other of my teachers have said, you know, when I was awakening, and I literally felt myself transforming into the new divine blueprint, and wondering if I wanted to do that, but it got a hold of me versus me getting a hold of it. And then I remember like you and these two other teachers said to me, well, you know, Hope, you can run. 
but you will never be able to hide. And I thought at one point that I would be able to run, uh, outrun it, but I do believe that after one begins to make a change, then the transformation begins and you have these new behaviors and new thoughts. And one of the things, again, that you taught me was to really to be in this unlimited space of infinite potentiality. So here I was, a woman at home with uh, literally raising four little kids running around, and I was beginning to first and foremost understand who I was as a channeler, intuitive, a divine being of the Christ light, a divine being um, of the mother light, mother, father, God light. And the more that I moved into that, the more that I moved into that, then the more that my innate gifts and talents just started started to bloom. So I would not be sitting here and at the Hope Interfaith Center, doing the work of which this center does, bringing great light to the planet, if it wasn't for you um, lovingly pushing me in this direction, lovingly pushing me in this direction. We do have a um, telephone um, caller right now, Christina, so I'm going to keep you on, and this is Mona from Mankato. And she is going to be asking you a question right now. So I'm going to put her on right now, Christina. So just hold. Mona? Hi, Hope. Hi, uh, Mona. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Very good. Do you have a, um, a question for Christina? Um, yes, I do. Um, I think I told you a little bit about... Um, the five boys I've been working with that um, grandma just got custody of the five boys. And mm-hmm. I got a call from her and um, Mason, I think you know who he is. Um, he's about 13 years old. And she would like for me to do like a one-on-one one weekend a month. He really needs um, some one-on-one time and they need a break. And I guess my question is um, for him... Um, being sexually and physically abused and just kind of dense in his body, what's the best thing that I could do to help him energetically um, keep his vibration up? I guess that's my question. That's a good... Christina, did you hear that? I didn't hear the whole thing. But... I'm, I'll just reiterate it for you. Um, um, what Mona was asking was if indeed um, she is here on this planet and she's, um, you know, just this great big love magnet. And and what she was calling in for is because she's working with five little children that had been sexually abused. And the grandmother who is raising these five children, uh, they've asked Mona to take the kids um, one every month. Her question was, is how could she best energetically help these boys move into a higher frequency vibration? How could she help these boys heal? That That's the question. What 
what comes to me immediately is this is an opportunity for Mona to be the unconditional love, to be the oneness, to sit with them. You don't even have to talk with them. Though if they're wanting to talk, that would be a good thing that you listen as well. But to be there with your heart fully open and teach them how to go inside themselves and just love them unconditionally. Did you hear that, Mona? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, it'll the, con- the concept of entrainment is a is a crucial word for a lot of people who do healing work. Instead of downloading all kinds of frequencies to fix people, what we do is we match their frequency, then we raise our own frequency to the point of being in the oneness. That teaches the individuals how to do it for themselves at the same time. Christina, would you talk a little bit more about entrainment? Um, because I think that's such an important important word, and I think that's so important with vibration and frequency. Would you just kind of uh, elaborate a little bit about what entrainment is? When, when, you're, when you're walking the planet, you have your own frequency. When you're a healer and you come up to somebody who's, needing some assistance, you can download energy directly through your physical or energetic self into the other person's tissue. And what happens is their frequency will raise as you download this frequency into their tissue. What, instead of trying to fix them, the important thing is the frequency that you're holding giving them a chance to match that frequency. Because uh, is it true that when when a person's holding the frequency of love, that the lower frequencies, I don't know if they have to entrain with the love frequency, but is it that powerful that if Mona or any of us, per se, would hold the frequency of agape love, to hold the frequency of that pure vibrational frequency of love. With these children or with anyone, is it true that then all then all energy then begins to align with that agape love in that entrainment? Yes. That, the, the vibration of, the, of, the, of love, agape love, oneness, whatever you want to call it, uh, is the key that unlocks the door to the universe. Okay. So pe- people will match that frequency because that's what everyone on the planet is looking for, is that vibrational key to the, to the potential of each of us as souls. We all have the ability to do it and to remember it, but many of us, we're, we're not living lives right now that are completing this cycle of trying to feel worthy of that agape love. So someone who is a healer or as just a teacher or as a family member, by unconditionally loving that person and allowing that energy to flow into their network field, you literally give them the key to help themselves to open that door. And that's the difference than saying it 
to holding it because there's lots yeah. of people like you and I have talked about that say that they're agape love, that say they're this high vibrational frequency, that go into a bit of spiritual elitism, and then if someone uh, does something to them, they immediately drop their frequency into judgment and criticism. And okay. so that's why I... That's why I see it so important. And the power of that frequency, of holding it at such a high frequency, I believe that's when you taught me we must be the solution. Stop talking about all the questions. Just be the solution. And that's what you've taught me. That's what you've taught me. Yeah. I'm going to hey, check in with Mona. Go ahead, Mona. Go ahead. I was I just, just the wondering today, and um, she just wants me to work with the one boy for one weekend a month of Saturday and Sunday, and I, I was really up for the challenge because I know he has a need for it, and I think that I could be help, and I know it's important to keep the vibration up, um, and, and so I guess it's just kind of as simple as that, unconditional love, and not to think too much, what can I do except just show him unconditional love and let him know that he is worthy. Christina, is that yes. what you would tell her? Yes, yes. You yes. got it, Mona. That's it. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. Thanks so much for phoning in. I appreciate yes. it. Thank you very much for your time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. So, um, what would you say to those people Christina, who are having trouble holding the frequency of agape love, how would you how would you suggest that they hold that frequency or learn how to hold that frequency instead of going by up the ladder, the, down the ladder? By taking responsibility for their choices. We're taking responsibility of their what? Without taking by taking responsibility for their choices. Mm-hmm. Most most people who go into trying to hold the frequency of agape love, once they get their first glimpse of it and they actually are doing quite well with it, frequently ego sets in, especially in the spiritual community, and they want to share that they they hold that frequency with everybody else around them. The reality is, the moment you get into your ego, you drop out of that frequency of agape love. Uh, uh-huh. 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 So to hold to hold that energy, you first have to be able to realize that you're in it. You know, one way of knowing whether you're doing it well or not is to sit down for a moment, close your eyes, and open your heart and allow your entire auric field to open and connect to your soul and the consciousness that is your essence. Huh. Sit there sit there for a couple of minutes until you feel it. The goal is to be able to sit down with your eyes closed and get into this frequency again within a couple of minutes. Now, uh-huh. once you've done that, Try to do the same thing with your eyes open because that brings you back into the third, fourth, fifth dimension that we're currently vibrating at. 
but it gives you practice in walking your talk, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way. That's a great way of doing it. I tell people is that, um, and I have another client who does a great deal of teaching out in Boston, and she has um, a program called Your Spiritual Practice is really your daily experience, your everyday daily experience. And it's not about sitting at home, sitting in a corner and meditating, because that's the, really the easy stuff but to go out into our world and to use that frequency of agape love and to bring that out to the planet, that that's the piece where it's the solution. So sometimes I tell people instead of reading and studying metaphysics or occult literature, that their job now is to vibrate in that frequency and emanate that here upon the planet. And see, that's what I call ascension. Ascension to me is the illumination of our soul, the spirit within our soul, and our higher soul, just to emanate that out through our frequ- through our um, skin, through every atom in our body here upon the planet at this time. And, and I believe that when we... Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a gentleman called Stephen Lewis, but I've been listening to a few of his CDs or um, information that he has given out. And and he had said that uh, our job is to emanate the essence of who we are now upon this planet, wherever we go, whatever we're doing, and whomever we're with. That is truly what ascension is, and to bring that out to the planet. So. Oh, perfect. You know, it's, it's interesting that when we're in the third dimension, we've literally been walking the planet as a body with a soul. In other words, when we go, we have to access our inner self to be able to function or to evolve. When you're in the fifth dimension, where, which is where we're evolving to, and I know we're talking about dimensions, means we've got a bit of dementia left about remembering who we are. Uh, uh-huh. Think think of it as the concept of being a soul with a body. Think of the difference between those two, being a body with a soul and a soul with a body. When you're in a when you're a body with a soul, you physically I mean you're vulnerable, you're you walk the planet and the density, the polarities, the dualities. When you are a soul with a body, you constantly vibrate at the same frequency and the knowingness and the connected oneness with that agape love. It's a very simple concept, but one that helps you see. The people that are in the fourth dimension, which is where the planet is for the most part right now, they're in the fourth dimension, which means they're not fully holding the frequency of the third anymore because they have made progress, but they're also not vibrating re- regularly in the fifth dimension. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so once you can hold that agape love frequency and, and the concept of oneness, where everybody on the planet is connected, everybody literally is is taking care of each other and loving each other, 
and you don't drop out of that frequency when something goes wrong. That's really showing you where, where is, what the process of ascension is really like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we have a few more minutes. Is there anything that you foresee within the summer months now? Do you foresee anything within the summer months when it comes to the spatial beings or what might happen here upon the earth? Do you have any information about that? What's, what's, you can see what's happening in the media, politically and everything else. The government is, is well on its way to self-destruction because it just, you know, the Congress is unable to get anything done. Obama is vibrating at a very high frequency, yet um, a lot of people are still trying to blame him for everything, for not doing everything he promised when he first started. It's really quite involved. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens weather-wise with the flooding. In the one, one interesting thing uh, is the fact that out in California we've not had earthquakes like uh, was predicted. A lot of that had to do with the work of the spatial brothers and sisters who've been releasing that frequency. Um, but it's uh, we're not totally done yet. Uh-huh. Well, for a moment before we do the closing, I would like our audience and our guests tonight who are listening, and even we'll have this on the archive, and for all of those who oh, we have another caller coming in is to just synergistically hold for a minute, just for a minute. I want us to, um, and then we'll take our next caller, synergistically hold the energy of agape love. So just for one minute, I would like all of our listeners to synergistically come into their heart and have the experience of Christina Rose and, and I coming together in our synergistic energy field and just be in that that synergistic agape love in your in your heart just for just for a moment so they can have the experience of agape love is there any other suggestions you would give them Christina as we go into this remember that with all this energy coming through this this summer uh, you're going to have to take some time to rest okay when you're fatigued when you're drained you've got to take some time to rest without judging yourself Okay. 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 So let's hold the energy frequency. Just open up your heart chakras. We do have a, a possible another question coming in on the line, and we'll take that as soon as we just do this energetic agape frequency. So everyone just go into your heart chakras just for a moment. Open up your hearts. And feel the divine within your heart. See us all coming together for a synergistic purpose and a reason why we are here. And our job is to emanate that energy out into the planet. So let us emanate that now. 
Okay. We do have another caller. Um, Paula from Arizona. Christina is calling, so I'm going to click her on right now and we'll get her question. Okay. Hello, Paula. Hello. How are you, my dear? I'm great. How are you? I just got out of my pool. <laughs> well, don't tell us that here in Minnesota because all we have no. is this wonderful rain and very hot weather. But I'm glad that you're calling in this evening. Do you have a question for Christina? Yes. Um, and I, I don't have all the correct, you know, verbiage, but it goes like this. I, I seek my spirituality to be connected to spirit and I'll be going strong and then I just fall flat. I go dry um, and I know I can say, well, I just need to keep doing it, but that's where I'm having problems where I pop off. I don't know how to say it, but now all of a sudden I'll go, it's been three days since I've thought, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And I don't saying. I don't like dropping off. Um, So you're trying to find a way of how to hold that frequency. I'm going to put you on mute, um, Paula, and I'll let Christina answer that question. Okay. Okay, Christina. What comes to to me immediately is stop judging yourself. And lovingly, gently, make another choice. Hmm. That's a beautiful um, way of, I'm trying to get Paula back on here live and it's not working, but um, that's a wonderful thing if you're listening, Paula, um, uh, that's what Christina would always say to me if that I was down and out and would slip on that banana peel and go. I think that the majority of us have a tendency to judge ourselves. And if you can take the same energy that you would use perhaps to judge yourself and you just get yourself back up, dust yourself off, and get back on again. I believe that is what is going to um, help you in this journey, help you in this journey. So so I hope that answers your question. I can't get you back on live. I don't know. I'm trying to press the right button here. But I hope you are able to hear that, uh, hear that message from Christina. Any other words you'd like to give her, Christina, at all? I know Paula personally. She's phoning in from Arizona, and she is a person who has been with me as a student for a long, 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 long time and um, and has always diligently wanted to be in alignment with Source and alignment with her soul. She wants her life to reflect her soul. And so I see her as a really... Um, a person who has very diligently trying to stay in that agape love. So, you know, what's, what's quite interesting is with all this frequency that's coming through these days now, with, this, with the ascension occurring, 
it's 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 so difficult. I mean, people are have such high expectations. They're they're thinking of their relationship with spirituality as it was in the third dimension, and it's just not so anymore. So one of the things that I suggest again is that you've got to take some time to rest and to nurture. And as you mentioned to me, Mother Hope, uh, take some vitamins. I mean, that may sound like a strange solution, but part part of why we're struggling to hold these new frequencies and and stay on our path is because we've not been taking care of ourselves in this new frequency. So doing it without judgment and taking care of the body will make a big difference in your ability to hold the frequencies that are being downloaded into us right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you live right now, Paul, at all? She must have hung up. So, yeah, I, I do think that's really, um, I do really think that's important right now to take care of the body, take care of the body, take care of the body. So, Okay, well, it has been wonderful to talk to you and to have you on board on our first live air uh, blog talk show. And as always, I tell my guests that when they come to me at the Hope Interface Center and I have large groups, I can remember the first time I met you. And when I met you, obviously you were Ed and... And I looked at you, and our souls collided and became one ocean. And that's when I said to you, I want you in my life for the rest of my life, even if we only see each other two times a year. So I have found our journey interesting, fantastic, and for me has been such a blessing. So I just personally want to thank you, Christina, for um, being on the show tonight. Thank you for helping me as well. Mm-hmm. You are you are so welcome. Well, I would like to thank everybody tonight for tuning in. We will have this uh, archived on our uh, on the Blog Talk Radio Show, and so you can all tune in. As always, what we try to do is we hope that you received a golden nugget someplace within the program. We collectively can come together synergistically. And so what I always ask the listeners to do is, if you did find a golden nugget, then invite someone to listen uh, to the program so they too can receive the golden nugget. And together we can uh, make this ascension happen uh, very, very quickly. If you do have any questions that you would like uh, Christina Rose to answer, you can certainly call the Hope Interfaith Center in Mankato, Minnesota. Our number is 507-386-1242, and we'll get those questions to Christina. Thank you all once again for coming uh, and showing up. Uh, Namaste, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.